Ryan, what are you up to in here? Oh, hey, Bridget. I'm just watching a scary movie. You're supposed to be researching the history of international trade with Guatemala, not watching scary movies. I know. I'm just taking a break. Well, let's turn this off. You know if you watch scary movies too close to bedtime, you're going to have a hard time falling asleep. It's 1 p.m. We're in the office break room. Here's your lunch order, Ryan. Thanks, Pete. There's enough to worry about in real life. Who needs a scary movie? I mean, have you seen all these news stories about people worried they'll lose their jobs and inflation might never end? So maybe just turn off the movie. Wait a minute. Do you not like scary movies? I love scary movies. I can't get enough of them. Just not right now. Not at work. Bridget, do cinematic frights make you want to turn on the lights? No, I'm not afraid of some silly, scary movie. When a movie makes you fear, do you cover your ears and run for the clear? No, ghosts aren't real. The only thing I'm scared of are these rhymes. At the sight of a black cat or a witch's hat, do you say, enough of that? Okay, stop, Dr. Susie. You got me. I don't like scary movies. But also, it's time to start the show. Welcome back to Million Bazillion. I'm Ryan. I'm Bridget, and we help dollars make more sense. I'm going to turn this movie off because it's time to take a question, not because I'm scared. Oh, how convenient. Hi, I'm Lulu, and I live in Washington, D.C., and I like Million Bazillion. My question is, what is depressions and receptions? This is a super good question, Lulu. I don't know about depressions, but a reception is like a little party where sometimes people walk around serving food and drinks. All you have to do is wear a nice outfit and walk into a hotel event room with confidence. You almost never get stopped. And if you time it right, you can eat the reception hors d'oeuvres for dinner. It's like getting a free dinner. And if someone calls you out for crashing the reception, you just go, oh, I must be at the wrong event. This isn't the second floor. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm confused. But by then, you've already stuffed your pockets with hors d'oeuvres. And what are they going to do? Check your pockets? It's the perfect crime, Lulu. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm not sure about that advice, but I think maybe Lulu's question was about recessions. Recessions and depressions are when economic activity slows down. It's kind of complicated to explain. Oh, hey, you know what I'm thinking? What? I think the best place to answer Lulu from Washington, D.C.'s question is in Washington, D.C., at her favorite place. The Happy Federal Reserve. Land. I knew you were going to say the Federal Reserve. That's your favorite place, not mine. Why don't we ever go to my favorite place, Happy Land? Next time, I promise. See, we learned way back in our episode about inflation that the Federal Reserve, or the Fed as the cool people call it, helps keep an eye on our economy. They make sure it's working the way it's supposed to. The Fed becomes our first line of defense when things go wrong, like if people stop doing all the economic stuff they normally do such as right before or during a recession. So, you know, for big-time economics fans like me, it is the coolest place. Okay, fine. We can go back to the Fed, but only if we can get those tater tots I like at the Fed cafeteria. No tater tots, no deal. Deal! Let's take a little break, and when we come back, we'll be at the Federal Reserve, ready to learn more about recessions and depressions, right after this. And now it's time for asking random kids not-so-random questions. Today's question is, if there was an economic or money monster, what would it look like? I think it would start off as a baby looking like a, a fuzzy penny and then be covered in money. Money eyes are the pennies. And coin teeth. And then for the nose, a nickel. Its whole body would be a, made out of like money, the 
$100. And he could just probably turn things into money, too. It steals money into money monster, and that's what money monsters do. <laughs> that was Coralie and James in California, Aubrey and Mia in Minnesota, Esther in Atlanta, and Bree in Illinois. This has been asking random kids not-so-random questions. All right, here we are, back at the happiest place on Earth, the Federal Reserve in Washington, D.C. Yippee! Let's get those tots! The Federal Reserve is a great place to learn about how our economy is doing. The people here look at how we're getting and spending our money and all other sorts of economic activity, as they'd call it. Like what kind of activity? Okay, look, over there, that's the Therjobiter Thermometer. It tells us how many people who want a job can get one. The Therjobiter Thermometer is rising. The economy's getting red hot. Oh, and over there, the backyard stick, it measures how many new homes people started to build this month. One million four hundred and one. No. One million four hundred and two. No. One million four hundred <gasps> Oh my stars. It's the feelings meter Oh, it measures how we feel about the stuff we buy. Uh, I'm getting a lot of anger at the rising cost of childcare in the Quad Cities corridor. The Fed measures how people feel? Why? Okay, well, you know that feeling when you have to buy something but it's too expensive, and then that makes you feel bad? Yes, like lactose-free milk or health insurance. Well, the more scared people are about money, the less likely they might be to spend it. This helps the Fed understand how well the economy is doing. What are they doing with all this information? Well, they're reading it, and they're trying to get a feel for what the economy is like out in the real world. And then every few months, they put out a big report. It's called the Beige Book because beige is the most exciting color. They let people read it. Ryan, are you sleeping with your eyes open? Uh, Sorry, I heard the words Beige Book and immediately fell into a boredom nap. Where were we? Look, long story short, the Fed keeps track of all this stuff because our economy is powered by people buying and selling stuff. If people stop doing that, well, that's a recession. Hmm. Is it just me, or did this elevator just come out of nowhere? And it only goes down to the basement? Weird. But I have this feeling I think we need to get in it. This better go to the cafeteria level. Whoa. It's cold down here in the basement. I can't even smell any tater tots. Are we totally lost? Yeah. These hallways are like a maze. I have the strangest feeling. What's behind this door? I think I need to open it. Probably just a janitor's closet. Whoa, what's this? This looks like one of those glass cages they keep reptiles in at the zoo. Why would the Fed have this? What's that in the corner there? (laughs) It's me, recession. A recession? You're an actual real thing that talks? Uh, he looks like the Mucinex mucus blob, but less cute. They keep me trapped down here, deep in the basement of the Federal Reserve. But every now and then, when people start to be afraid that the good times won't keep a coming, I escape out into the world and make everyone's worst fears come true. <laughs> I just love to make the economy slow down. Now, come on, let me out. Just say my name three times and release me. Uh, no way we're going to do that. Wow, who knew that a recession was a little mischievous goblin ghost that lives in the basement of the Fed? It's creepy, and I don't like it. 
Come on now, there's no reason to fear me. Our economy always has highs and lows. Recessions are sort of a normal part of our economic cycle. What are you afraid of? Boom. Ah. I'm just kidding. I'm just a little playful goblin ghost ghoul. I just like to mess around and have fun. I'm fun. I'm fun. So if you're a normal part of our economy, then why would the Federal Reserve keep you down here, locked away? I have no idea. Well, except for maybe I could cause real problems with the personal finances of regular people and make it hard for them to find jobs or start a business or buy anything big. See what I tell ya. But look, over time, the Federal Reserve has gotten so good at putting me back in the cage. During COVID, I was barely even out. And before that, it had been like 13 years. Can you imagine? I didn't even know what an iPad was. Oh, how I wish I could come out and play again. If only someone could unlock this cage and set me free. Hmm, I sort of feel bad for the recession, Bridget. Maybe we should let it out for a little bit, huh? What? No way should we let a recession loose. Do you know what happens during a recession? People lose their jobs. They have trouble finding another one. It gets harder to pay for the things you need. No one knows when things are going to get better. Yeah, but this recession is practically Casper the Friendly Ghost. Besides, recessions happen all the time. They're a perfectly normal part of the business bicycle. You mean the business cycle? Yeah. No, no, no. Recessions are nothing to take lightly. This is serious stuff. People can take years to recover from a recession. They can't buy houses or save for retirement. It's scary. Be afraid. No matter what you do, I'm going to break free anyway, eventually. <gasps> recession, that's terrifying. Ooh, hoo, hoo. the more everyone's talking about how afraid they are of me, the better chance I have of getting out. And then I don't need your help or the help of some financial crisis to break free at all. Oh, I think I just realized something. If people are scared a recession might happen, they might stop spending money and start saving now. And that, kind of ironically, could cause a recession. The fear of a recession can cause it to happen, just like your fear drove you into this basement. Well, sure, it can, I guess. Because a recession is just the slowing down of economic activity. It might not mean anything is wrong with the actual economy. Okay, great. Looks like we learned our lesson for this episode. Let's go find those tots. Enough recession this, recession that. Recession, recession, recession. Ryan, what did you do? <laughs> That's right. I'm recession. Say my name twice and pay the price. Oh no, what have I done? Now you've released me into the world. Too bad, so sad. Whee! I fell for the oldest trick in the book. I let a ghoul that's really a metaphor for an economic event fool me into releasing it, and now it's gonna slow down the whole economy. What are we gonna do? There's gonna be a lot of scared people out there. And also me, I'm still scared, but I know there's people at the Fed who can help get things under control. We gotta find them. After this. Okay, welcome back to Million Bazillion. So we're here at the Federal Reserve. We're trying to learn about recessions. Right before the break, we discovered that there was a recession ghost or ghoul or something kept locked away in the building. Ryan set the recession ghost free. Now everyone's panicking because the whole country is in a recession. Great job, Ryan. That recession was gonna happen anyway. No, it wasn't. At some point in the future, maybe, probably it would have. Okay, let's be calm. This is the Federal Reserve, right? Someone here has to have a solution. Excuse me, sir, you must know how to fix a recession, right? Doomed! We're all doomed! Doomed, I say! Okay, maybe not that guy. Uh, how about behind this door? 
Knock, knock, knock. Excuse me, can we come in? Why, yes. Step into my office. I'm Jay Powell, head of the Federal Reserve. I call the shots around this place. Wow. I can't believe we got the real Fed chair, Jay Powell, to make a voice cameo on Million Bazillion. Actually, to be clear, I'm just a voice actor, but I have met him a couple of times. Oh, yeah. You sound so much cooler than the real Jay Powell, probably. Ryan, Jay Powell is cool. So, uh, Mr. Powell, A, okay, it's like an honor to meet you. Uh, B, we want to know when a recession breaks out, like the one Ryan just caused, and by the way, I have nothing to do with it. I remain blameless and pure in this. How does the Federal Reserve help get it under control? That's a great question, Bridget. You really think so? I do read a lot about the economy, and I've sort of just We here at the Fed like to think of ourselves sort of like recession crushers. When economic activity slows down, causing recession, one of the main things the Federal Reserve can do is adjust monetary policy to help add liquidity to the markets. Uh, In other words, uh, in a recession, if people are holding on to their dollars and not spending them, the Fed can make money less expensive to borrow and they can give people reasons to spend it rather than save it. Yep, that's another way of putting it. And why, sir, are you asking the American public to spend their hard-earned dollars during a recession? Well, it's like this. Picture a school dance. I never went to a school dance, but okay, I'll try. If the economy were a school dance, the Fed would be like the DJ, playing the music, making sure the vibes are right, keeping people on the dance floor, getting everybody pumped up to get down, you know? Okay, sure. As the DJ, you hold the crowd in the palm of your hand, steadily raising the beat to 128 beats per minute, grooving perfectly with a human heart rate. You know a lot about DJing, Jay, pal. Are you like a DJ on the weekends or something? No. What what I'm saying is the job of the Fed is like the job of the DJ, to keep the crowd happy and as many people on the dance floor as possible. If the music slows and people are afraid to dance, that could be a total vibe killer. Oh, oh, we couldn't have that. So if we see people leaving the dance floor, sitting along the sides, we're going to pick some songs we know will get everybody up and ready to dance. Okay, good. Uh, Well, hopefully everyone knows how to dance. And this party trick will just solve it all? Yeah, we give people a reason to keep spending their money, to keep dancing, metaphorically speaking, of course. Don't worry, we got this. Hey, is this your hat? It says DJ Spinmeister. Are you DJ Spinmeister? No, that's not my hat. I don't know how that hat got here. Jay, are you sure you aren't DJ Spinmeister? Maybe on the weekends? Okay, sometimes I DJ weddings and bar mitzvahs and stuff, but I keep that part of my life separate from the Fed stuff. Give me my hat back. Why can't you just make sure a recession never happens? Like, how strong do we have to make the economy so that we never have to go through a recession? A strong economy doesn't mean recessions won't ever happen. In our economy, people get to make their own choices about what to spend their money on, and they can decide not to spend it. Our job is to make sure the fundamentals of the economy are strong. Oh boy, Uh, no one look outside. Recession is out there and positively wreaking havoc. Ooh, it's not looking good out there. Does a recession ever get so bad you need to call in other parts of the government to help? Eh, Usually the Fed can stop it in time, but... When a recession gets real bad, we might work with Congress and the president to create programs that help jumpstart the economy. Like, do you remember the financial crisis of 2008? Hmm, barely. I was four. Great. Well, in 2008, we worked with the government to create TARP, or the Troubled Assets Relief Program, to help with the economy. TARP, sort of like a protective cover you put out to cover something on a rainy day. TARP like a 
tarp. It's funny. See? <laughs> it's not that funny. I think it's funny. Anyway, we thought it was a clever name, and it helped us from getting into a depression. Which reminds me, the other half of Lulu's question was about depressions. What's an economic depression? How's that different from a recession? We don't like to talk about those around here. A depression is also a slowdown of economic activity, but lasts for much longer. Most people have heard of the Great Depression, right? It lasted more than 10 years. It's the worst economic downturn in the history of the United States. Oh, yeah. Every time I watch a movie that takes place during the Great Depression, everyone looks all dusty and sad. But Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he really lifted everyone's spirits by saying, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And that's it. That's all I know about the Depression. It's actually an interesting story. Some of the things the Fed did back then to try to stop the Depression actually made things worse. Well, the details aren't important, but we promised we're not going to do that again. Anyway, there is no reason this current recession will turn into a depression as long as we can capture it again by the stroke of midnight. Oh, oh, it's 11.59. We only have one minute to capture the recession before it turns into a depression. Oh, no. I probably shouldn't have spent so much time talking to you two. My bad. Look out the window. I don't feel so good. Oh, no, the recession has grown bigger and bigger. It just closed all the stores on my street. I just lost my job! I just lost my house. No one's buying and the factories are closing. Somebody do something! I've been out for so long. I'm starting to feel less like a recession and more like a depression. Bankruptcies everywhere. No one has money to buy anything. Oh, brother, I really did it this time. Oh, no, I'm so sorry, Jay Powell. This is my worst nightmare, coming to the Federal Reserve and embarrassing myself like this. Your worst fear isn't thousands of people losing their jobs and homes and businesses closing? Look, Bridget, remember the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I know it's Roosevelt. Don't worry, Bridget. It is time for me to bring out the recession crushers. Please welcome my Fed colleagues, Michael Barr. Time to raise the bar, everyone. Michelle Bowman. Bow down to the Bowman. Lisa Cook. Can y'all smell what the Lisa is cooking? Not to mention the heads of the 12 Federal Reserve Banks, including Neil Kashkari and Austin Goolsby. Goolsby. It's an honor to help put the Fed's many tools to use to end this economic slowdown, from lowering interest rates to um, making the interest rates lower. Uh, there's virtually nothing the Fed can't do. Okay, recession crushers, fire up your economy adjusting proton packs and let's take this bad boy down. We don't have enough power! No, is this depression too big for the Fed to defeat? <laughs> you silly mortals, you think you can defeat an economic slowdown as slow as me? <laughs> oh, I didn't want to have to do this, but hit it, Goolsby. When spending slows to a creepy crawl And the economy's bad Who should you call recession crushers? Ooh, oh, recession crushers 
When recession's knocking at your gates And it's time to lower those interest rates Who should you call? Ooh, oh, recession crushers Recession crushers Oh no, our song is very cool, but why isn't it working? <gasps> oh, I'm so afraid we're never going to get out of this mess. Bridget, maybe you're the one with the power to defeat the depression. Me? Yeah, the depression feeds off fear, and you're afraid enough for us all combined. Let go and don't worry. Remember, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. If you let go of your fear, maybe the depression will lose some of its power. It's worth a shot. Okay, I'll try. Breathe in, breathe out. It's just the natural flow of the economy. The Fed has the tools to fix this. We'll get through. It's working. The recession is losing power. All right, team, fire up your interest rate lowering tools. How low can these interest rates go? Ah, no. Beginning to feel less and less like a depression and more like a recession in a weak one at that. Wow, the depression is shrinking to a tiny size. I'm shrinking. I'm shrinking. If you want to cause trouble, you better have the nerve to tangle with the team at the Federal Reserve. Recession crushers. Ooh, oh, recession crushers. We ain't afraid of this recession. Quick, open the trap and let's bag this sucker. We got it. The recession ghost has been shrunk down and captured in a little trap. And we're gonna put it back in its cage where it belongs. Wow, another recession, or should I say depression, stopped by the Fed just in time. And we could not have done it without you, Bridget. Aw, thanks. And me too, of course. Uh, actually, you were sort of the reason this whole thing happened. Now, now, Jay Powell, no need to point fingers. Let's just take a break and come back with the last little part of the show. Hi, uh, Mr. Powell, before you leave, do you think you could sign my beige book? Oh, of course. Bridget, have a great summer. DJ Spinmeister. My name is Aria from Virginia, and today I'm going to tell you some money jokes. How do dinosaurs pay their bills? With Tyrannosaurus checks! <laughs> Why did the man put his money in the freezer? Because he wanted cool hard cash. <laughs> Bye! Okay, welcome back. We are in the basement of the Fed, where recession has been returned to its cage, hopefully for a long, long time. <sighs> Sorry I got a little out of hand there. When I break free, sometimes I get too excited and want to become a depression. I promise I'll never do it again. Even if I were to be set free right now, I'd behave myself. Aww, let's let the recession loose again. Ryan, no, do not remember what just happened. Oh yeah, sorry recession, you gotta go away for a while. Well, did we answer Lulu's question? What did we learn about recessions and depressions today? Well, we learned that recessions will happen from time to time. If you're listening to this show, you'll probably live through a fair number of them in your lifetime. Maybe you've already experienced a few. They can be scary for families that have to go through them. 
But the thing about recessions is that they do come to an end. And lucky for us, depressions, which are really long recessions, rarely ever happen. Like, not in my lifetime of 19 years. We never know what might kick off the next recession. It could be a financial crisis or fear itself. And hey, you know me, I'm still going to say you should be prepared for surprise money problems that come your way, but you can save money for a future surprise without worrying too much about a looming recession. It's kind of a lesson for all of us, really. And especially you. Yes, and I agree it's not healthy to worry about me. So why not let me go free and we can all hang out together and roast marshmallows. Oh, sounds fun. Recession, recession, recession. Ryan! Thanks for listening to this episode of Million Bazillion. If you have a question you want answered, please send it to us at our website, marketplace.org slash million. Also at our website, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Get an email every time we have a new episode and some smart conversation starters for after you listen. Next week is all about tipping, so you won't want to miss it. But for this episode, all about recessions and depressions, we want to thank Kai Rizal for his help in making sure we got this episode right. Million Bazillion is brought to you by Marketplace from American Public Media. This episode was written and hosted by me, Ryan Perez. Bridget Bodner is my co-host and the director of podcasts at Marketplace. This episode was also voiced by Kimberly Adams, Mitchell Hartman, Lily Jamali, Drew Jostad, Megan McCarty-Carino, Jeff Peters, Kai Rizal, and Becca Weinman. Jasmine Romero is our editor. Courtney Bergseeker is our producer. Nilu Shabandi is our intern. Becca Weinman sound designed and mixed this episode. Our theme music was created by Wonderly. Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital at Marketplace. Neil Scarborough is the VP and general manager. Million Bazillion is funded in part by the Cy Sims Foundation, partnering with organizations and people working for a better and more just future since 1985. And special thanks to the Ranzetta Family Charitable Fund and NextGen Personal Finance for providing the startup funding for this podcast and continuing to support Marketplace in our work to make younger audiences smarter about the economy. If Million Bazillion is helping your family have important conversations about money, consider making a one-time donation today at marketplace.org slash give million. And thanks for your support. <laughs>